0: This is the Better Part Podcast, where we have conversations about choosing the better part in every aspect of life. Honesty moment.
1: We don't have it all together, and we are learning this with you. We're so glad you're here. We are excited to navigate the hard things and ask questions with you. We want to champion laying aside our to-do lists in the name of filling our minds with true and lovely things. So let's fight striving and stride together to the feet of Jesus. So now that we're all on the same page, let's get started.
0: Well, welcome to the Better Part Podcast. My name is Bex. And I'm Clara. We just want to thank you for pulling up a seat. And I just, I don't know, I just want to say this day slash week slash year, because we're only in March, but (laughs) we're already like pretty well into 2019. And that's kind of freaking me out, too. Um, It's like spring already. Yes, it has just been crazy, crazy, crazy. And I mean, just this episode and with everything that's going on, there's just nothing that I look forward to more than pulling up a seat with my best friend and being able to talk about prayer like that. Just, I don't know. It's just something that I just hold very precious um, to. So thank you for joining us. And we just are excited about this conversation. I kind of introduced the topic without (laughs) me. That's okay. Claire, I'll pass this on to you.
1: Uh, no, I so we're talking about prayer. Um, yeah. I guess, okay, I, I feel like I'm just going to stumble over my words a ton, but I just want to say that it definitely scares me a little bit to release an episode on prayer mm-hmm. um, because we're like talking about talking to God. <laughs> and it's not, it's not yeah. scary. Like, I don't want to be, I don't want people to be scared of prayer, but I think it's just such a sacred thing. And I'm learning right now in my life, like how sacred it is. Mm-hmm. And I just really, really, really want to convey that in my voice and in what we say. Just that um yeah, we can yeah. talk raw and honest about this as much as we want. But um it just really, really, really is a special thing that Christians, it's a gift that Christians have. So I'm in this space between like wanting to share all that the word is teaching me about prayer, and still feeling like I have barely scratched the surface of this subject. So I'm just hmm. going to try to find words for all this. And uh, here we go, I
0: guess. Yeah. And put it and try to put it in an episode. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, I agree. And to be completely honest, I've felt this burden in my heart about prayer recently. Um, and it's for me personally, um, just a just a strong general conviction that I've had, but also just for the church in general. I really do feel like, um, you know, we talked in our last episode about being on autopilot, Mm -hmm. and I really do feel like prayer, um, as we talked about in that last episode, kicks us out of autopilot. But, you know, I want to pose the question, what if our prayer is in autopilot? Yeah. and. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of a twist on things. Um, but I felt that conviction a lot lately just because there have been times where I've noticed lately that I'm approaching God as a vending machine and I'm praying um, just just because I'm supposed to, because yeah. that's what the Bible tells me to do, because that's like the, Christi- the good Christian thing to do. And man, I don't want to miss it. I don't want to miss his presence. I don't want to miss what he has for me. And so, man, that's why I feel like it's so important because it is, like you said, Clara, such a sacred thing that we as Christians have the the privilege of um, having in our walk with Christ. And so, man, it is, it is mm-hmm. so important. So as we've mentioned, this topic is really broad, um, very weighted, <laughs> but Clara, Talk to us about some basic encouragement. Give us some basic encouragement before we dive into Scripture because Scripture has a lot to say about prayer.
1: Yeah, all I guess um, when I say encouragement, this is just like what I'm learning currently and what my pastor, the leadership that I'm sitting under right now, has really um, taught me mm-hmm. in this season. Um, and so, number one, I, exactly what you said the Bible actually does tell us to pray a lot. And so if this is something that is yeah. not um, part of your Christian walk, um, like no judgment here, but um, it is something that the Bible tells us to do. Um, and it's a gift that we've been given, mm-hmm. which I'll talk about later. But, um if if this is like your day one, your starting point for, or maybe this is your day, you know, 10,000 of being a Christian, I would just encourage you when thinking mm-hmm. about prayer to just check your routine, your culture, your past, your preconceived notions at the door. Because when I say like your routine, you know, a lot of us just learn to pray the way that our parents prayed. And there's nothing wrong with that, but um, your personal relationship with Jesus is different than theirs. And so, yeah. If you pray just like them, then you're just um, being a mimic. You're not really having a relationship. Yeah, and so, um, you know, and also your culture and your past, like, do we pray like the Bible tells us to pray or do we pray like Americans pray or like they play on the radio or like they pray on podcasts or on, you know, televangelists or, you know, whatever we want. <laughs> Who to, knows? We, whatever you've listened to. <laughs> yeah. You your prayers are, is a conversation with God. Um, and I think like I just like all these jokes, like I'll dial and you hang up or whatever, like those little things that like they aren't saying those things in other parts of the world. That's totally American. And I'm not saying that that's even bad. <laughs> yeah. I just want us to be aware that like, that's America.
0: That's not necessarily. Well, and there's like, not prayer. one right way to do it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's not this perfect cookie cutter prayer. I mean, yes, the Bible um, gives us um, the Lord's prayer and everything, but prayers for everybody. Prayer is for the new Christians to somebody, like you said, somebody who's been a Christian. For their entire life, you know, and there's not yeah. one specific cookie cutter prayer to pray all the time.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess my my encouragement would be is an if-then statement. So like if we believe that the Bible is true verbatim, no matter what, then all of those things that we just talked about shouldn't affect our prayer in 2019 America. Like the things that the Bible has to say about prayer are yeah. still relevant today. And so hmm. here are some of the things that I am, these are the things that I have learned to kind of stop using as a crutch for my prayer life and kind of stripped away as far as like what the Bible has to say. So number one. I really love this first one. Don't be scared. <laughs> (laughs) of silence. So I love music and I love podcasts, um, but I am learning that right now there, I sometimes use worship songs as a crutch for my prayers. Now, okay. Do I believe that like, number one, a lot of worship songs are literally straight, straight scripture. Number two, a lot of worship songs are completely in line with what I want to ask God and praise him about.
0: Right. And worship is a tool to draw us into prayer, to draw us into his presence. Right.
1: Um, but I'm learning that sometimes like I made a joke, like the House Fires albums are awesome and they're super scripture based. So good. But like yeah. they aren't my words. And if I believe here here's what I'm learning about prayer. Here's like the core of it. Is that I if I believe that God sent Jesus to die on the cross so that he could be so that God could be in relationship with me, then that means my personal relationship and conversations with God matter. So like if God, at the beginning of creation, Adam walked with God and they Mm. talked and God created Adam to be with him. They were they were buddies and then because of sin that didn't happen anymore and the whole right. purpose for Jesus was to make it so that that relationship could happen again and hmm. prayer is literally what was bought with Jesus blood like because god is not sitting across the you know in the garden with us like he was with hmm. adam that means that prayer is what was bought to restore that and give us a glimpse of heaven so hmm. um i'm just saying like i I believe that gives weight to our prayers and we need to really realize that like what we are saying um, right. matters and was bought with a price. So um, if I if I remove the music, um, the words that I say like I, I don't want to say words just because that's what my parents did um, or because that's what my pastor says or because you know whatever I want to say them because, mm-hmm that's how I'm talking to God. So that's my first little thing. And then number two is just for me, like, don't say words you don't mean. So, um, I like, I wouldn't do this to Becca. Like I wouldn't be like, Every single time I talk to Becca. That's what I was about to say.
0: What would you do in a yeah, friendship? Yeah, I wouldn't
1: say to her, um, in
0: Jesus' name, bye. Like, I wouldn't say that to her. Or I wouldn't say. Or if I'm sitting across the, you know, across the table from Claire, I wouldn't be blaring music and just say, okay, yeah, we're having a great time. Yeah. Time to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I used to, my dad
1: used to say when he prayed, he used to say, bless this food to the nourishment of our bodies. My dad said the like, same thing. I, I totally, like, <laughs> get that prayer. But, like if I were to say that, that's not my prayer. Like I don't get, I don't really even fully understand what that means. And so I'm sure he does, but that's his relationship (laughs) with God, not mine. And so like, I don't know, like, I just want to make sure that the things that I'm saying now here's, here's the catch. Okay this is not an impress God with words contest. So like, I, that's not to be like, Hey God, um, Uh you are just this beautiful, majestic, incredible creator of all of the universe. And I, you know, like that's, that, that's true. Those things are true. But like, you could also just say, Hey God, thanks so much for creating. Like, that's so cool that you do that. Um, and I think, I don't know, I'm just, right. be, I'm a, I'm a words person. I am also a person that gets really caught in like, um, in rules and regulations and stuff like that. And so I just want to, I've just been checking myself really about like,
0: okay, what am I saying? What am I not hmm. saying, Etc. <laughs> no, that's good. Well, something you said about the silence really resonated with me or just the entire concept of not being afraid of the silence, because how intimidated are we with um, just silence around us right like even when we're driving in the car mm-hmm. like I always have to have something playing or a podcast on or worship music on and I swear. I remember whenever I first uh, moved to this new city, I was driving to work. It was when, you know, it was like early on in. Um, and I remember thinking, man, Mm -hmm. you know what? I'm going to drive to work this morning without any music on, without anything. And I am just going to talk to God. And I was like, oh my gosh, people around me are going to think that I'm crazy. It's going to look like I'm just talking to myself. Um, but, which, I mean, they probably did. They are like, who is this crazy girl talking to herself in her car? Um, but, I mean, what I learned, though, is that there is just something that is so sweet about standing before the Lord in the silence and saying, God, here I am, as I am and this this is it you know and so and just starting that conversation with him and you don't have to have you know you don't have to sit in your car in silence and talk to God like I did whatever um but it could look like you know you kneeling down at the end of your day and just 10 minutes of silence and just sit in his presence and just really um go in without any expectations or without wanting anything and just say God here I am like what is it that you want to say to me? Because mm-hmm. I i don't get me wrong. I love worship music and I love podcasts, but we, we never mistake those for our own relationship with Christ. Um, yeah. So I just, I don't know. I really love that you said to not be afraid of the silence because man, a lot of us are including myself. Yeah.
1: Same. I mean, even just like praying at church, like a lot of times, I'm like, okay, I prayed with my friends that were at Bible study or at church or with my husband mm-hmm. or whatever. But it's so important for, again, like it has been bought with a price for us to be able to talk with Jesus yeah. and so and mm-hmm. talk with God. Um, so I just, I don't want to not do that.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, it's just, so, it's so, so important. And we've mentioned that Obviously, prayer is something that throws us out of autopilot. And I mentioned early on in the episode, you know, the question, what if prayer is the thing that's on autopilot in our lives, Um, which obviously that's not how it's meant to be. But how easy is that um, to let happen? You know, we we make prayer a part of our daily walk and then it becomes routine and then it just becomes a task. And. Um, it just is this whole cycle and there have been so many times where I've prayed, like I said, autopilot prayers before, for instance, every single night before I go to sleep, I try to end my day with, you know, praying and, um, just being in his presence, but gosh, there are so many times where I've literally just fallen asleep, like while I'm in pre- like while I'm praying, I think that's <laughs> happened to all of us. Hopefully I'm not the only one that that's happened to. No, I don't think
1: that that's um, necessarily like a bad thing. Yeah. Well,
0: it's not, it's not necessarily a bad thing, but like, if I'm just, I don't know, if my mind is just wandering and going in yeah. all these different places and I'm not focused and you know, I, I if God is there, I want to be focused and I don't want to miss him. Like I said, and that even comes into the picture whenever I'm praying for other people. How many times have I texted people, hey, I'm praying for you, I'm thinking about you, but there's so many times where I don't follow through, Yeah, you know? Um, And I never, I always want to be the person that says, okay, I'm praying for you. I'm, I'm thinking about you. I'm doing this for you, whatever, and actually follow through with it. So, you know, there have been times where I'm praying for my friends, just an autopilot prayer. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, Lord, that's not how it's supposed to be. I want to be drawn into your presence and really intercede on this person's behalf because they matter to me. And because my relationship with Christ matters to me. Um, and I've just been really convicted of that lately. Like I I don't want to text people anymore and say I'm praying for them and not actually follow through with, um, just a half in half out prayer. Does that make sense? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Okay. So take away all of your preconceived notions and just hear me out on like some Facts from the Bible about prayer because, like, I'm not, I don't, I don't want to draw like the circle around prayer and say you're either in or you're out. Like, this is how you do it if you're in the circle, and if you're not, then this is, you're wrong. That's not what I'm saying. I want to just look at the facts, um, and then the rest is between you and God. So, fact number one, I'm, I have two lists in this episode. We're already halfway through, and I already have another <laughs> list. So, number one, we were created to be with God that literally was our sole purpose when we were created. I mean, obviously we were created after the fall, but Adam and Eve, that was their sole Mm. purpose in Genesis one was to display the likeness of God. Um, we were created in his image. So it's like, okay. So it's like God existed, but he created, he's always existed and he always will be, but he created so that his glory could be on display. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: It's like, how, it's like, okay, trying to explain the word invisible without the word invisible. So, like, I'm saying, like, how would you describe <laughs> wait, wait <a> <laughs> the word How would you describe something like something's invisible? That's an adjective. Okay. How would you describe something being invisible without the word invisible? And it would be really hard. And so I think that's like a good metaphor to how God. So God always was and always is. But whenever he created, whenever he put this physical thing into being, Mm -hmm. it shows his, his who he is, his likeness.
0: Right. And how that simplifies everything for us, (laughs) you know, how we try to complicate so many things. It's like, no, we were simply created to be with God. Our lips were created so that we can um, give praises to Mm -hmm. him, you know?
1: Yeah. And so we were literally created so that his glory could be seen. There's nothing else on earth that was made in his image. Everything else displays, you know, beauty and all of those things that he is. But we were created in Mm -hmm. his image to display his glory. So since we can't talk face to face like adam did we pray that's again just a fact from the bible it's a fact that um so here okay well i'm getting ahead of myself point number two is that jesus death (laughs) on the cross is what made prayer possible so before that um god spoke through burning bushes and pillars of fire and um prophets and angels and all these different things he spoke audibly to people um But apart from that, he lived in this temple where he spoke to priests. And so um, he lived Mm in this, in his presence, I should say, he wasn't, I don't know, maybe it was actually him. I'm not a theology major, but like (laughs) he. Yes, you're not theology
0: majors on this one.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So his presence was in the temple. His presence was um, like with the Ark of the Covenant. Like we see all these different times in the Old Testament where his presence was there. Um, And also mm-hmm. blood animals animal blood sorry sacrifices were required for atonement for sins <laughs> so we have to remember that in order to approach the presence of god like the, this has always been the rule since the beginning of time since well since the beginning of sin that a blood sacrifice right. was required And that we are not correct. We are not in correct standing with God in order to be in His presence. And so that's still Mm. true. Like until God comes back, that's literally still true. The only thing now is that Jesus is the one, the priest that's going before us, the in between person, and His blood is the blood sacrifice that allows us to be there. And so when I say like that prayer has weight, I'm saying like the same weight that whenever priests had to go. Um, They tied a rope around their ankles to go into the Holy of Holies to talk to God in case they saw him and they died and they had to drag him out by their ankle. Like that is the same presence. I did not
0: even know that. (laughs) (laughs) They tied
1: like a a rope around their ankle. Anyways, and so that is the same presence that we're talking to. It's literally the same presence. The only difference Mm. is that Jesus is standing in between us. And so I guess like what I'm trying to say after this long um, historical rant is that it is because of the blood of Jesus that I am able to come before God. So when we say like in Jesus name at the end of a prayer, it's not like a stamp on a letter that we send off like in a balloon towards God. Like it literally means that like because of Jesus, I am allowed to say these words to God. I'm allowed to like, and he's allowed to hear them. And so I guess like, I don't wanna say in Jesus' name, amen. Because not like, okay, here you go, God. This is a bow on the end of my prayer. Go ahead and take care of right, that. Right, right. Um, in Jesus' name, like it, it would be more accurate to say, like, because of the blood and death of Jesus, I'm allowed to say these words. Like, thank you so much, God. So I don't know. Okay. I guess I've just been those are those are the two truths that, that I really, really, really want to hang on to and understand, like, prayer has weight. Right. And I'm not saying that you can't you know, say a little prayer after you get off the highway. Thanks God so much for keeping me safe on the highway. Or that That is not what I'm saying. Like it literally says, give thanks at all times. I'm not saying that.
0: I'm just saying that you have to understand the weight of prayer. Mm. No, I'm just so struck with everything you said, because I think a lot of us are familiar with the gospel, of course, and, and the weight of it. But I don't know. I mean, me like, I don't know me personally, if I've ever it, I guess, um, tried to understand, cause I don't know if I can ever completely understand, but try to understand the weight of the gospel as it does play into prayer. Um, of course, it, of course yeah, it plays sure. into our salvation and, um, you know, our walk with Christ. But I, it's just, it's crazy for my mind to wrap around the fact that it plays into something as practical as prayer, you know, um, yeah, and yeah. how the gospel, like you can really, you really can see the gospel everywhere. And man, like, like, what would our lives be like if we lived as the gospel is true? You know, mm-hmm. what would we change? What would we experience? Um, and so, yeah, all of this, it really does change the way I want to pray and how I want to approach God's throne and His presence. So, like I said, when I live my life knowing um That the gospel is true and that this good news is true. I have no choice but to boldly come before the throne in humility. And goodness, that's humbling that Mm -hmm. something that Jesus did 2000 years ago affects how we pray today every single day. You know, yeah. <laughs> like, goodness, like, mm-hmm. it's just, it's so, so crazy to wrap my mind around it. Francis Chan mentioned, mentions in his book, Crazy Love, which I actually, I love that book. It's so, so good. Um, and he talks in the first chapter about how to approach God and how we are approaching God um, just in our Christian culture um, and how we are kind of treating mm-hmm. him like a vending machine. And, you know, he poses the question in it, when was the last time that you prayed and we're just in awe of God who? in awe of who God is, you know, when was last time you said, dear Lord, like, I j- just thank you for who you are. And in your presence, like that is all I ever will need. You know, instead of saying like, well, God, I need this. I need this. I need this. I need this. k okay, Bye. You know, not that that's mm-hmm. what your prayers sound like, but if that's the attitude or if that is, um, how you're approaching it, man, we're missing it. Like it truly in God's presence is everything we will ever need. You know, that kind of takes me to the point of like, Mm -hmm. okay, why should we pray? Well, to obviously be drawn into the presence of God. Um, And so as somebody who is single, I really do find myself admiring the marriages of people that are important to me in my life or that I respect in my life. Clara being one of them, my parents being other ones, you know, just different key people in my life. And I see that in their marriages, it takes such hard work. It takes intentionality. It takes, um, sacrificial love. It takes making time for the other person. It takes just being selfless, Um, a lot of the time it takes a lot of grace and I challenged myself with this question the other day and was really convicted with it. But if my relationship with God is the most important thing in my life, why am I not sacrificing everything for just a moment to be in God's presence? Why am I treating it, um, like it's on autopilot or why am I becoming numb to it? Because, you know, if I could see God face to face, yeah, you know, I wouldn't treat it like that, obviously, you know, but because prayer is um yeah an act of faith and because it was bought for us two thousand years ago, or however long it was, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard for our minds to wrap around it and that, you know, whenever we can't see something and whenever we do have to just act on faith, that's when apathy sets in. And that's when, you know, doubt sets in as well. That's when it's so easy to. So um, I don't even know. That was just an entire rant of just a lot of different things. But what I'm just trying to get at is, um, you know, really, since my relationship is the most important thing in my life, like there is no way that I can treat it um, even the same as my relationships here on earth, it has to be so much more intentional and just at the forefront of every single thing that I do.
1: Yeah. It's hard. It's hard because prayer is invisible. Like to use that word Exactly. (laughs) But like it is an act of faith. It's yeah. And it takes it takes faith to believe that you are talking to the God of the universe that literally existed before oxygen. Like it is it is hard. I mean that is that is an act of faith. I think like sometimes a lot of prayers. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many prayers in the New Testament that are just like, ask for this and I will give it to you. So like ask for wisdom and I will give it to you. Ask for things in my name and I will give it to you. Ask for peace. Ask for mm-hmm. understanding. Ask for all those things. And like the, one of the most famous prayers is just, God, I don't believe, help my unbelief. And I think if Jesus said we're allowed to pray that, mm-hmm. then we're for sure allowed to pray that. And so if you're like in step right. 0 if you're on the ground level of this and you're like I'm not even sure that someone is picking up the other end of this phone like it's okay to pray I don't believe this help my own belief and so that's just a
0: that's a little two cents in there that's good so okay here's
1: <laughs> yeah is this another list oh my gosh this is another list okay so <laughs> i'm just like reading my notes <laughs> list number 3 <laughs> so for the episode the most type person ever in the world <laughs> okay i guess what i'm saying is if we believe these truths about the bible then logically again if then um prayer is not about us um i'm just gonna say Mm -hmm. that again prayer is actually not about us (laughs) it was actually (laughs) never created to be about us i know like oh this is a hot take unpopular opinions but um spicy take from the beginning it actually was never meant to be about us it was about to be it was about bringing god glory and so um Like again, if we imagine a priest walking into the Holy of Holies, okay. He has this rope tied around his ankle because he might die because he sees God. And he goes in there and he says, I would really like you to make me some money, or I would really like you to give me some happiness or God, please allow this person to ask me out. I've prayed that prayer before. We all
0: have. We've all been there. Um,
1: (laughs) I'm just saying like, that is, um, I think it says submit your prayer, submit your request to God. I think there absolutely is a way to do that. I guess what I'm trying to say is like, we don't have to be a priest or be fancy, but we have to remember who we are talking to and that the conversation is bought with a price. So here comes the list. There's two, Mm. that means two cool things. Um, Number one, um, when we pray, just like Jesus taught in Matthew 6, this is the Sermon on the Mount. Literally, the words that precede the Sermon on the Mount is, how should we pray? Some One of his disciples, they are with him all the time. They see him pray all the time. And they're like, Jesus, how should we pray? And he's like, great. I'm so glad you asked. And then. ooh, that's actually a really
0: good point. That's so they are with them all the time to- or they are with him all the time. And they still ask him how to pray. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And it's
1: also interesting that um Jesus prayed just in general. Like have you ever thought about that? Like he knew yeah. everything
0: and did everything. He prayed to the Father too. He prayed.
1: So anyways, yeah. In Matthew six, like mm. the Sermon on the Mount is worship. So he starts by saying, number one, he calls Jesus father. I mean, he calls God father, which is really cool. That's a very intimate. There's no other relation. There's no other religion mm-hmm. in the world where we are allowed to call the creator of the universe who our prayers have been father. bought with a price. Father. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Two, he goes cool. straight into worship. So I, I just I want to like put a, a banner over this first few verses and say we have to recognize who we're talking to. So worship is. Calls us back to the garden because it reminds us that that's what we were created to do. Like when we open our mouth and and pray and give God worship, mm. like that is what we were created to do. It brings us back to the gar- garden, but it also foreshadows heaven when we will do that all day long, every day. Like prayer is the thing for the rest yes, of eternity. It's like prayer draws yeah. us back to mm. heavenly being that we were created to be. So yeah, it gives us um, a glimpse of eternity. That's, that's a truth, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. It's just that when Jesus, yeah. And Jesus taught (laughs) us to pray in, in worship. Um, so number two, this is my second thing. Um, because we do have this crazy ability to speak to the God of the universe, we can approach the throne boldly and ask him for things. Um, so, like I said, this first part of the Lord's Prayer, like e- like there's mm-hmm. Acts Prayer. There's all the stuff that people have you know, created. Those things are so amazing. But if you want to just take two parts of this prayer, the first part is worship and the second part is coming before the throne boldly and submitting a request <laughs> to God. So – and I believe that the order matters um, because my pastor said that if you, um, so if you start with the things that you need and then you worship, then that really changes the way that you worship. Um, if you start with worship mm, and then you ask for the things very you need, true. it really changes the way that you ask for the things that you need. <laughs> and so um, I guess that's kind of what I've been trying to implement in my own life. Prayer life, but um, this this is my like layman's terms, not pastor terms, in saying this. So like, if we believe that we have the ability to talk to the God of the universe, and we believe that we can approach the throne boldly and ask Him for things, we mm-hmm. have to trust that His will is best. And so. I'm not saying for me like I've been working through this thing. I'm like, okay, if I'm going to the throne of God mm-hmm. and I believe that mm-hmm. His will, His kingdom come and His will be done, like that's what I'm going to Him and asking. Like, then why do I even need to tell Him, like, ask Him for help with my job? You know what I mean? Like, it seems it seems like why, why can't I just give it a catch-all by saying like, hey, Your will be done. You know why do I have to go through and ask mm-hmm. for my daily bread and to forgive my sins and why do you know? I need to go do all these things. Can't it all just be under the umbrella of God's will be done? Um, yes, I would say that. But like the the, ant, the anti-purpose of prayer is being in control and asking God to bless it. Um, mm, so the, the purpose of prayer is surrender and um, surrender. Like, I guess that's what. And so, mm. you know, I think absolutely like an accurate prayer is um, like, you know, that song, it's like all God's promises are yes. and Yes. End. Yeah. When I first heard that song, I was like, that is false. Like, that is not even true. Like, that's not even true that God just says yes to everything. Like, that's, but one the more that I've learned about prayer, the more that I've learned that like when we get to know God, then we get to know his will. And then when we begin to pray
0: in In accordance with his will. He's
1: allowed to say yes. Yeah. Like it is always yes. Like every single it literally says that in scripture that if we Mm. like ask in my name and I'm gonna give it to you. And so, you know, if we're asking to be made more like Christ, like He's going to give it to us. That's not, I mean, it may not be like, boom, you're perfect the next day. But
0: if (laughs) If we ask for, yeah,
1: if we ask for these things that were in within his will, like he promises that he's going to give them to us. And so in that term, in that sense, like he gets to say yes and amen to all those things. So um, I guess what I'm saying is like, this doesn't mean, God, I ask for health and wealth and happiness. And if I believe hard enough that you will do it, then I'm going to get it like the it voice is not, you're using it is <laughs> for that prayer it is not about like the the ability for our prayers to be answered are not how hard we wish for them or like how hard we believe that is literally what santa claus is
0: <laughs> Like, oh my gosh hard, that's so true like, oh, but how many of us <laughs> <got> super passionate <laughs> about that <laughs> but how many of us operate like that you know and then we're left in this utter disappointment when it doesn't happen. We're like, wh- why didn't it happen? It's literally the concept of Santa Claus.
1: Like, if I believe hard enough, I get presents. Like, that's literally Santa Claus. Mm. So,
0: or if I'm if my behavior is good enough, then I get yeah. these presents. Also
1: Santa Claus. Correct. <laughs> um. <laughs> yes. Man. So I guess, like, at my point in saying all this is that it's super freeing to be able to go to God and say, um, hey, I want you to give me what's best for me. That's what I want. And so, even if that's hard, even if that's scary, mm. even if that requires a lot of money or not a lot of money or whatever, like I want you to give me that. And that's super freeing. So, yeah, that was a rant with a nice teeth no, falling on the that's Well, it's but.
0: good because it brings me to the scripture, kind of tagging off of what you were saying, Clara. And um, the scripture is John 14, 13 through 14, and it says, and I will do whatever you ask in my name so that the father may be glorified in the son. You may ask for any, you may ask me for anything in my name and I will do it. So how many of us, you know, we hear that scripture and we're like, okay, yeah, like kind of what you were saying, I can ask for this X, Y, and Z, and it's going to be granted unto me just because <laughs> I'm praying this in Jesus name, um, because, you know, we're approaching God like he's a genie and he's going to grant us our our three wishes or whatever we have for the day. And it's like, man, would we still approach God if, you know, those blessings were not promised to us? Mm-hmm. Would Like, how would how would our prayers change? You know, I mean, like, they're how would our, not. They're literally not. promised. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I'm not promised I'm going to, you know, get this job or I'm not promised I'm going to find this opportunity or whatever. But, you know, be, like because have not promised that like how does that change the way I approach God and I think that what you said is key. It's it's approaching God in the Mm -hmm. sense of like God thy will be done. You know it's 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 being able and having the freedom to communicate what is on your heart and say, God, I am struggling with this and blah 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 blah. But like how Jesus prayed in the garden, end it by saying, God, your will be done. I trust you with how you want to execute this in my life or I trust you with how you want to fulfill this in my life. And if it's a no, thy will be done. You know, and I think so many of us are way too scared to pray that because it means going through really tough things. It means sacrificing things that we oh, we have scary. dreamed of our entire <laughs> mm-hmm. lives. And if that is not God's best for you, Claire was just telling me about this before we pressed record. But if, you know, God gives his best to you, and if that's not his best to you, we have to trust that. We have to believe that he is mm-hmm. good, period, no matter what. Yeah.
1: Um That was a mic drop, but I guess, um, okay, let me let me try to wrap this up. Okay. If I could encourage you with one thing, it would be to start by praying scripture. So this is something I like whenever I started on this little journey of prayer, um, I got really discouraged because I was like, okay, well, if. Like what do I pray? Like I just feel like my prayers are so How inadequate. How do I start? Like, hey, where do I start? Yeah. And so um if you are feeling like that, if you've made it this far into the episode, um I have started praying scripture and it is um all over the place, but it is so cool. So the Bible says that scripture is God-breathed and profitable for teaching, reproof, correction, and training in righteousness. So that about covers everything. It is just such a tool. And so like even I've been going Mm. through the Psalms and going through a Psalm every day. So like maybe it looks like this. So for Psalm 23, for example, it says, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. So maybe for that verse, your prayer can be, God, you are a shepherd. You are good to your followers. Your followers hear your voice and they know your voice and you know us by name. Um, God, thank Mm -hmm. you for that. Thank you for um, giving me exactly what I need, that there's nothing I want because you are all that I need. Um, You know, so that's like just one little verse and that's a prayer. Um, But again, like you are using scripture to worship. You're not using scripture to fit into your own agenda. You're not saying like, the Lord is my shepherd, Mm -hmm. I shall not want. So therefore, God, I really want a man. So if you could just give that to me, (laughs) that would be in your will. Then I won't want anything else. Yeah, exactly. Like that's not. (laughs) Um, what that means. And so, um, well, and also you have the Holy Spirit in you. So sweet. Like if you are a believer in Christ, then you have scripture in front of you and you have the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. inside of you. Mm -hmm. And those are things that I believe um, help you
0: pray in in the way that God
1: intended it. So, I mean,
0: yeah, I think a lot of it does boil back down to, are you praying like in accordance to his will? You know, like and he and he will give you those things because those things are good and those things um, will draw you closer to him. You know, I think you can kind of just sum it up by saying, you know, God's going to give you whatever draws you closer to him if you allow him to do that you know. Um, So I don't know, Mm -hmm. this entire conversation about prayer, obviously, you can tell that we're still learning a lot about (laughs) it. I mean, we do have a really, really strong conviction to be a lot more intentional in the way we pray um, for, you know, how we approach God and how we even pray for other people. So we just encourage you, the best thing to do is just to start, to start that communication with God and um, to truly realize the weight of it and how you're approaching His throne um, just confidently, but also in humility because he is you know, the God of the universe and your prayer was bought with such a high price, um, that really does impact our every day. So, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's, uh, is that, is that a way to close it? I don't know if there's yeah, a clean way to wrap this up. <laughs> I got nothing.
1: i probably need to clean up my tea that I spilled.
0: So. <laughs> yeah. It's like, this is a Tuesday for us and nothing feels more like a Monday than a Tuesday. Amen. So with that being said, may we all just be drawn closer to God and just start communicating with him and just start including him in your everyday we will see you guys later thanks for joining us Bye. bye guys